Hello everyone and welcome to Whiny Mondays where we, Karen and Aaron, also known as the Traveling Fars, take your questions and concerns about living expat and give you our perspectives in order to give you some of the information that we have picked up along the way that we would have liked to have had prior to becoming expats. Thanks for listening and enjoy. Oh, grab some wine. This is going to be fun. from Belgium. I think this is cherry. Still has it, now by the way. I have, now I have things happening that shouldn't be happening because stuff was set up. And the and update changed your stuff? Well, it did something to the license for my Cubase, so now I got to run some program that looks like it's going to take, you know, 20,000 hours to, to run, which is going to be not so cool. I wonder if it's the internet today because I am trying to upload these things to YouTube. And they're still not going, and they've been going for about three hours. Yeah, this is uh, definitely one of the issues of being in China. Internets. And the VPN. VPN. Our next country, Thailand, let's go someplace. Thailand was cool for that. You could just, you could just actually get online. Even though I didn't even use YouTube. I want to use it more now than I wanted to in Thailand. And now... 
the children used YouTube so much in Thailand that that's how they supplemented some of their schoolwork. Internet connectivity, internet reliability, these things should not be issues now. Not in... Not a country known for making electronics. Not in (laughs) quote-unquote first world countries. Okay. That don't like Huawei's. China does not consider itself a first world country. Uh, it considers it consider itself, itself it considers itself a developing country, okay, which it's is a developing hogwash. country that can, that can um, give money to the rest of the world. How about that? Yeah, yeah, it's hogwash, really. Yeah. Okay, so it can make everything and give money to the rest of the world, but it's not a first world country. Yeah, whatever. Right. Don't make me go full metal. How? How? (laughs) Going full metal. How many uh, luxury cars did we see during our travels? Oh, what did they say about um, what was it? Hong Kong, Uh the most billionaires. Yep, in the world, the the most billionaires, self-made billionaires, self-made billionaires. So in the world, I'm not buying. I'm not buying any of what they're they're selling when it comes to that kind of stuff. And now we got this crazy dude running around telling telling Lawais how they shouldn't be here. Right. All Maybe while we should leave. All while sporting Timberlands, a tattoo of Eminem, and rapping. Yeah, I love how uh, you got this idiot running around, co-opting someone else's art form, and then gonna tell the people who he took the art form from that they're the ones that are stupid. Yep, he calls them Stupid Laowai. That's the new song. So, yeah, get, look out for that. I'm sure that, that'll be coming is... to the U.S. soon. Oh, yeah. Or, sure. or you'll never hear about it. I don't know. It's on the Shanghai list when that gets out to people outside of China. I'm, I'm, I, 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 I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to take his song. I'm going to put it up in my... Uh, classroom or in my office uh-huh. all the english yeah i have the translation for oh you. i got it and i'm gonna put it up in the classroom this year and make sure that everyone knows who said it and put on there exactly what i think about it my favorite rapper in china mm. because he's the first one to come out and actually say what we already knew Chinese people thought about us. Oh, absolutely. So, but, but they recruit us to come over here and in, in just, you know, bundles and heaps. Well, I mean, there yeah, are thousands but, I mean, of job listings every day for native English speaking foreigners yep. to come to this and country. And from from English speaking countries. Right. And only now with this stupid grading system that they have going on, um English-speaking countries that are only Canada, Australia, Australia, New Zealand, New Zealand, and England. I don't know about Ireland. Ireland, or Scotland. Ireland. It's the UK. It's not just England. It's Ireland. But Northern Ireland is part of the UK. But Southern Ireland is not. Yeah. So can they? Can they come in? Well, right. Uh, Americans, U.S. Um, U.S. is on the list. Aaron. But U.S. is not a not a. We don't have, we have an, an official, official language. language. So. But here's what cracks me up is because they have countries like 
Trinidad and Tobago and Jamaica and, you know, all these little, little bitty islands and their native tongue is English. It is in their books. Okay, I think you're totally negating what you've learned from Malek about his, his, you know, him downstairs. I yeah, think, yeah, I think yeah, you're, yeah, totally, yeah. you're totally forgetting that maybe the English may be not so good. Listen, Menelik is a director who is part of the team from Back of the Theater podcast. And if you ever want to learn a few things and learn how to go fuck yourself, then you definitely need to download Back of the Theater podcast and learn how to become full Menelik. Be a scumbag. Be a scumbag. Join the scumbag crew. Anyway, so. I think thank, South thank Africa I'm, I'm is sure on this list, too. I love the fact too. that you just did a commercial for their podcast. That's all right. our podcast. That's okay. Hans think, is my I think, friend. I, I can do that. A, I think that's a funny thing. Hans, you owe us money. <laughs> um, yeah, I... I uh, I swear, I'm now to the point now, my, my legs started jumping. I'm now getting into like full, like stress mode, go back to work mode. Usually um, the first beginning of the school year is kind of exciting and you you know want to see the students and maybe how they've grown over the summer and- you Meet know, the new ones kinda, you're gonna have. Yeah, and you got your new students coming in and all that kind of stuff. And I'm- I'm now beginning to start stressing over the fact that I'm supposed to be in Beijing sometime next week and they still haven't told us when we leave, how we leave. How um, many days are going to be there? Oh no, we know that. The 21st through the 25th. Okay. Um, but this idea <laughs> that they're not going to tell us anything and then spring on us, you know everything at the last minute and it's just so indicative of all of the problems that we've had especially at this school but in china in general where you don't get information in a timely manner you get it last minute so that nobody can say anything nobody can object and oh if you don't go then you're the problem right yep if you say fuck that i'm not coming you waited to the last minute. No, I'm not going. No, I'm not going to put my family through that. No, I'd have other things I need to do. No, maybe I want to get ready for school here. Or maybe you're going to want to eat because, you know, you're going to stay probably in the middle of nowhere in a dorm room and there isn't going to be anything around for you to eat yeah, for five other, days. That's a whole nother issue. I guess I'll just have to take a suitcase full of freaking food i actually was already planning that which is last time disturbing. last time when i went to we went to taichung i ended up eating mochi and nuts and crackers and no i had those little the little bean bun things the oh your bean bun the little bean bread not bean bun but the bean bread yeah and you know basically i was eating out of the corner store right for most of the week um, I can't this was even... over Thanksgiving when there was right. nothing I could eat right. during their Thanksgiving dinner. And Not a you know, single they were so thing. surprised that I wouldn't eat. Well, when you don't eat meat and everything has meat in it, and you went and bought KFC and a couple turkeys, I guess I'm not going to eat that day. So, 
and it was literally, I think, that day. Cause yeah, you were there. I was there all day, and we couldn't get away. And right, you didn't eat that whole entire day until you got back to your room. Yeah. So, I mean, now the, the whole stress of, of dealing with mental mediocrity is now setting in. And drama and, queen. And, and I still still don't even know when school's going to start. That, that, that information hasn't been disseminated out yet either. Yeah, someone asked me that yesterday. When does school start? And I said, meh. Usually it starts this day of the year, but um, that means nothing in this school, in this program. And when is National Week? National Week is October 1st through the 7th. October 1st. But Wait a minute. What, isn't there another holiday? There's in something in September, but I don't remember what it is. And your kids usually have military training. Your your yeah, age they, group they, students have military well, the, training. The juniors, the, well, the people going into high school, first year high schoolers have a military training that first week. There's, yeah, is but it like when a, is that? Last last year we had year twos, and for they well they the building wasn't done, so they sent the year twos away to military training, which. They didn't know about until the last minute. Right, like and what, the day before or exactly, the day of? they were bringing their stuff into school to go to school and found out, no, 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 you're going to military training. So this is not just a problem of communication between Chinese people and foreigners. This is a problem of, of Chinese people. They right. do it to themselves. They but do it to one another. They won't fucking say anything to each other. They well, won't, because they they've got to save face. I don't understand whose face they're saving when I'm the parent. I'm sending my child to school. I'm sending and my then, child to learn. And, and then you're telling me that now I have to pay for my child to go to military training? And I don't say anything? Who, whose face is being saved at this point? Right. Why am I saving your face? I certainly wouldn't you know, save I anybody's mean, it's like face. The, but. One, of the, one of the worst social practices i think i can think of outside of like mutilations and you know killing people and all this is a this is just doesn't make any damn sense you know they're paying for i mean and and especially in my school because it's not a public school they're paying for this yeah special school this special yep. access they pay about fourteen thousand dollars a year <laughs> they get treated worse because from what i understand the public schools they don't they do get communication because well, yeah. the public schools are held to a higher standard and then they yep. actually have to tell the parents what's going on. Yep. But these outside the public schools, they can go and they can just say, well, we're just not going to do a thing. And then everybody just goes along with it. Right. We're not going to provide enough food for all your kids. So they better hurry down to the cafeteria. They're not going to eat today. And no parent says anything. Yeah, I don't. I don't get that. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. It's just, it's its absolutely ridiculous to me that parents allow this to happen. I, but I they talk to the they students. they don't parent. They don't yes, allow I know, the but they're still footing the bill. They are footing the bill. As somebody who foots the bill, how can they not be furious? I don't know. I absolutely don't know. But you and I have watched on the bus even where the bus driver's trying to kill us all and they all just sit there and say nothing. Yeah, they're all sitting there on their phones, of course. You know, they're WeChatting it. Mm -hmm. 
they're texting their friends or their, you know, spouses, but they say absolutely nothing to the asshole behind the wheel who's trying to kill everybody aboard. China. Yeah, it's China, all right. I don't miss working. I mean, I miss the classroom. I miss being in front of the children. I miss learning with them. But I don't miss all the adult crap that goes along with it. What I don't like as a teacher and a manager. As a teacher, we don't get any, we don't get timely information. As a manager, we get no information. Right. But yet you're supposed to manage a staff. No, I'm not supposed to. Apparently, I'm not supposed to manage anything. That's why I took off on all of the my communications with my company anything that says that I'm a manager that's why last year I I stopped doing anything that had to do with management at my site because they didn't want foreigners to manage they wanted the Chinese person with zero management experience mm. they wanted him to manage they wanted him to be the liaison between himself and the and the school they wanted him to do everything that they wanted done and to leave the foreigner out of it because they didn't even want us to know right yeah you're gonna go away for seven days but you can't know about it until three days before you're supposed to go exactly you know it's which which is utterly disrespectful especially when you've been asking for this information since they first told us sometime in june i think we've been asking for this information about this trip what what is it for why are we going what is the purpose of it how i don't even understand how they're going to even do anything when it comes to telling say me or anybody that works in a satellite office how to do their job when we're all dealing with different management systems and management structures some of us are dealing with private schools some of us are dealing with public schools the company that we work for backs us up not at all we get nothing from our company they there's no spine there to say this is what's going on this is how we're going to run our program you guys need to come along for the ride or we need to leave because they also they aren't taking into consideration that all of these different branches are in different provinces and they have different rules in different provinces for the education but yet they're trying to create a curriculum okay that's so that part I, I i'm not even getting into because they they're gonna they're gonna try to homogenize what they're doing I said that that was something that was necessary a year and a half ago. Right. That they should have already had in place. When I'm an English teacher, what is it? Do, what do I teach? What is the Bella program? Right. Okay. So I said that from the beginning that that's something that needed to be done, and was willing to work with anybody who worked at Bella to create that program. Yeah. The problem is, they wanted to take photocopy textbooks. That the students have paid for. Full price. And they want to take photocopy textbooks and just dole them out and say, this is what you teach with no, no, nothing that 
that focuses on the students that they have in the classroom. So all of us ended up in English, and within the context of English, in English literature, all of us ended up with students who could not absorb the material right. in the textbook because it was a high school textbook mm -hmm. and their level of English was somewhere around fourth through maybe seventh or eighth grade. You across had students who board. had less than fourth okay, grade. Okay, but across the board, this is this is not just my school. This is right. every school had this problem. Some of the schools decided that we found out when we were in Taichung last year, some of the schools just decided throw the book away. But that was never and something that they even said that that was something we could do. Right. That we could just say, okay, this is not applicable. We have to do another thing. And then they start photocopying other stuff, other materials right. to use in the classroom. Okay, that's great. But the problem that I had is nobody ever said you assess the students, you find out where they are, and now you create a curriculum that makes sense for right. them. Now, the other side of this is what they're gonna to try to do this year. Now, it seems to me what they're going to do is they're gonna create a curriculum that has to do with science and math only. Yeah, because the two main people are science and math people. Right, they're not going to do anything that has to do with English right. or history or English literature. Right. And I'm the only person that wanted to use the SBS books. Yeah. And so I'm the only one that has them. Yep. So even those if, are good books. Well, it doesn't matter that they're good books. The fact is that I'm the only one that thought that ESL should be taught through with an ESL book Ooh. and that these students, because they have ESL books that are all in Chinese, which makes no damn sense. Right. You know, I didn't, you know, you don't, you can't have it all in Chinese. No. That doesn't, how do you learn language that way? I don't know. You know, and th so they've got a, a, a list, a, a bunch of those that they're using in, um, that come from the government. But then it's a Chinese person teaching them with bad pronunciation and that doesn't know English and it's never been outside of China. Right. Yep. I mean, what kind of bullshit is that? Oh, that's just like them having a Chinese English teacher and the Chinese English teacher saying things like, yesterday I went to the supermarket and bought a bunch of snakes and writes the word snacks on the board. I mean, yeah. come on. I mean, I have a feeling based on what I've seen so far that English literature is going to go by the wayside. ESL is going to be what they're going to try to focus on. They might try to start focusing on um, TEFL. Maybe. I have a feeling that they're going to do that because basically, if they're TOEFL, if, they, TOEFL, if they're going, if they're going to um, listen to the students and their parents, who are already have been consistently asking for these things, right? And then they get the grades from the literature classes. The literature class grades are all low because they're trying to learn, they're trying to read stuff that's outside of their ability. Right. And we know that, but that what can you do? I just spend more time on it. You know, instead of doing a, a story in a week, 
uh, and these are all short stories in the book. Right. If they're not blank paged out because they copied a PDF. Oh my. Um, but if they're in the book, I mean, you you in in say an American context with ninth tenth graders, you might go ahead and say, okay, uh, read half. Tonight, we'd do some discussion. The next day, maybe some activity. We'd read the other half on, say, Wednesday or whatever. So you do read, do something on Tuesday, or read on Monday, do something on Tuesday, read on Wednesday, do something on Thursday, you finish on Friday, give them the weekend to, say, do something more independent on their own, at home, based on all the stuff that you did all week. Do on Monday, and you start a new story on Monday, and they hand it, whatever, and you've got something to, to go with. You might do it that way. Or you, if you got really a smart class, you can do it even shorter. Right. Okay, great. Fine. I'm taking a story with these kids, and it's lasting like a month. Okay? Because I'm explaining just vocabulary words. Right. I'm having them read things in groups alone. I'm having them... Break out their dictionaries, discuss things, talk to each other, what they understand, what they don't understand. I'm doing this over a month for maybe one story, one 10 page short story. Oh. Okay? Because the book is way above their head. Yeah. And I'm to the point now where it's just like, okay, well, if these are the students that you've attracted, these are the students that you've gone out and you've brought to your program. They don't and go you out and bring them. Well, guess what? That's called student recruitment. That's the garbage that they've been given. That's student recruitment. This is what they say they do. They don't do. We and know this is that. what they, they told me that they were doing. It was student recruitment and recruiting good students. No, they don't do that. So if this is their recruitment, when I come in... Like I did when I got here uh, at the second half of 2016, and I walked in and I and I told them, "You've got eight good students. You've got eight students out of 20 something right, that are going in. to be able." And I, they had a whole nother year to go. They were only in their second semester, but I was able to assess them and say, "Yeah, you don't have any more than that in this right. class. You should not even be expecting that these students." are going to be successful outside of this program when they leave here because their reading levels, their spoken English levels, all of their levels were so low. Right. I was thinking about doing things like the spot books. See oh, yeah. spot run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cat in the hat. I mean, I have students, I, I, I bullshit you not. I bet you I could take students that were in that year two classroom that just quote unquote graduated. I could take them and half the class could read the cat in the hat and not be able to tell me what it means right now. Oh, I think it's probably And they're more going than that. to America. They're going to college. Well, they're going to America. They're, some of them are going to colleges. Okay. But that doesn't mean they're going to college. A lot of them are going to uh, English preparatory programs that they would stay in that program and do dual enrollment somehow dual enrollment between there and here and next year they'll graduate from this school and they will be able to apply to general admission in the university that they're that they're currently taking classes sounds shady yeah it sounds shady sounds it sounds shady, shady when they try to change all my damn grades sounds shady 
you can't duly enroll if you never have any contact with the school. You don't. Hey, you aren't duly enrolled look, if you aren't doing any work from both places. I have students that took our classes. So our classes, you're talking like half of the credit hours per week. So you're talking like 22-ish, 22 credit hour, 22 hours, or um, let me say, 22 classes per week yep. taught by foreign teachers. Our company. The other 22 class times. Do they have that other, much time yes, with Chinese teachers? Yes, are all the other Chinese classes. And that could be music and computers and English and physics and math and uh, they have a psychology class. They got all kinds of stuff. Okay, so all those classes and PE, of course, all of those classes wrapped up. I've got students that didn't take their final exams in their Chinese classes, which means they have zero grade. NA is on their grade sheet. That's what they had for those classes who have still left this country and are on their way to the United States to go to school. Now, some of them that did that were my best students. Yes. And they had A's before some of them decided to leave halfway through the term or they decided to just stop coming or whatever. They were told they, they were, didn't have to come back. It doesn't back. matter. They chose it after we told them that they did. They chose to be stay gone. True. And then come back for a graduation ceremony that apparently had zero meaning. It had, well, it, it was had a, no It was a shit but, show. But it doesn't matter. I'm not talking about the, the putting on of a graduation ceremony. That's a different problem. a graduation ceremony. That's a different problem. The problem I have is they have documentation now from the school. They have something. Certificate. I don't know what it says because, of course, it's, it's all in Chinese, Chinese. To take to the U.S. To with take them. and act like they did something in China. But they don't graduate from the school until next year. Oy. They can't graduate. They, they, the, you know, these kids are in school for three years. So they won't right. graduate until next year. So I don't know how that works because do they come back? You know, they don't and, come and now back. Under, now understand that the schools never, the schools never had this. No, this is their first time. This would be the first with our students. This will be the first time with the VCE program. I don't know. I don't think they've had a a graduating class. This might have been their first. I think this has to be because the school's only been, class. this is the third year of the school, right? I don't know. I don't know. All I know is they keep telling me that the school is new. Like that's a reason for ineptitude, which is has gotten old. Yeah. It's gotten very old. That they're, that they're still saying. It's like, I don't, at what point do you stop saying you're new and you just don't know what you're doing? Because it's better that way. It's better for you to say, we don't know what we're doing. Right. We know how to run a Chinese school, but we, can't but we don't know what an international school even looks like because they've been very clear they don't want to, an international school, but they're, they're, they, are, they are trying to integrate foreign teachers with foreign languages into their school, right. and they don't know how to do that. They've got 20 different foreign teachers in that building Exactly. that they, that they employ. 
not to mention your program and the VCE program. They've got, what, 20-something, almost 30 foreign teachers in the building? I spent a whole year last year and never had a conversation that was based on education, like based on an education-style curriculum-based or, or even pedagogy-focused, nothing. I had nothing focused on students and education at the school with anybody from that school. No conversation all year long. Oy. They never came to well, me and asked, what do we do? How they, do we do it? They don't care. They didn't have any concept of how we do what we do, how we teach, why we make the choices we make. They don't care. I know, but... They only all care of that about the go, student money. All of that goes into running a school. Well, yeah, you'd think. You know? But it's At China. one point, my office was literally a right... Like, I could look into the president's office from my office. No cons... No, no... Not even with translators. Nobody comes and says anything. Then they hired somebody else to have... To be over all the foreign teachers. That person never came to us. And he spoke English and worked in the United States. Sugar? Never. Grown man named Sugar. What's wrong with the grown man? Never came and spoke to us. Never found out what we were doing. Never found out about the curriculum or anything that we were doing. None of the classes we were teaching or anything. There was never a conversation. Whenever we had problems, there was never anybody we could talk to. That's why you have Dicko. But he didn't have anybody to talk to either. Well, I'm sure that if he got out of his office, no, there was nobody. He had to run around and ask who to talk to. And he would usually talk to the lowest person on the totem pole who had no power and could make no decisions. Well, that's because he's a coward. No, that's the structure. This is not personal. This has to do with China and how they manage their business. Or they don't manage manage their business. They don't manage. And that is their biggest problem right now is that they've got people who worked at McDonald's who have more business acumen than they do. And they don't understand that we've had good managers, bad managers, Middle managers, we've been. We've been managers. In those positions. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so we walk into a situation, we, we just literally just look at it and go, <clears throat> we just look at it and go, okay, you need this and this and that and this, and I need from you right now, today, I need these three kinds of documents so that I can then do the job that you're asking me to do. And they all look around at each other and say, okay, and they've never created those things. Nope. Job descriptions. How do you have people that run a company and they don't even have job descriptions for the positions that they are filling? How you would do you think have... that they would have job descriptions if they're asking someone to recruit people and bring them in. There's got to be a description of what are they going to do on the job? You'd think that a school would have a schedule of events, days off, oh, you want test times. Oh, oh, wait. Oh, you want a calendar. I would like a calendar. No, I would like a calendar. I haven't had one yet. I know. I've been there since March, March of 2016. <laughs> yep. 
I still don't know when my final exams are. I still have not been given a calendar. I don't know when the first day of school is this year, and we're talking like a, a couple weeks. Yep. Because, you know, September 1st is the there, national we, day it is for school to start. And we but won't that know, doesn't mean and we won't you know. start. We won't know. Because our school doesn't start when everybody else starts. I know. It's always started early. Right. You know, and they've always said that they wanted the teachers there earlier. Right. The teachers have to be there like the 21st and well, the something. kids the kids show up somewhere on like the 25th and, and then, then class starts. starts like, you know, that next Monday or some nonsense. Yeah. And they'll do all this stuff through a text message on WeChat. In Chinese. Yeah, in Chinese. They will send all of this information out through a text message on WeChat. And then Somewhere 12 hours or so after that message, I will get some information from the guy I work with. Maybe. No, he'll usually say something. He'll send, he'll send, they'll send a, a long paragraph and he'll send me a, 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 a one sentence, you need to be at school at this day. Yep. You know, and that's, and that's how we get notified. You know, school starts. And you have no idea if he's and even working there this year. I don't have any idea about anything. I don't know how many students are returning. I've asked them for that information multiple times. No one has decided to say, maybe the teachers need to know how many students are gonna be in their classroom, at least for the year two classroom. I can understand Chinese people do not do things ahead of time. That's true. So I understand that parents may not even have made all of their decisions yet as to where their right. child is going to go to school this fall even though it's a couple weeks out right. i know that that's not what i'm talking about but there are students that have signed up for our program already have already paid for it most likely they maybe paid for it or paid something or they're they're in the pipeline right we could have that list there are also students that <clears throat> were here last year chose to leave we could know who they are right there are also students that have chosen to stay and most of the students that are leaving are leaving because of the school yeah not because of your program right. they like the program they like the teaching they were getting they like the fact of everything that we were doing but they're still leaving well, because that's because the they aren't getting school. enough food and they can't. Yeah, there's all these other things <laughs> they're, they're, that get in the way. And our company electricity is, is turned doing off. nothing about it. Yep. But starting a new school in Beijing. And in Yunnan and in Shunda and in... We, I counted last night, I think they have eight campuses and not one of them is running properly. Okay, don't say not running properly. I run properly. No, that you, well, them... I run properly. My campus runs properly. Everything about what we do is student-based, student-focused. We're trying to get them to learn, to be, uh, to learn how they're going to have to learn differently within yes. an English, con uh, English-led classroom context. Yes. They're going to have to. It's a totally different style of learning. It's more cooperative, and all of the other things that go along with going to school in the West that are not present here. So they're getting that. Right. They're getting the cultural you know, aspect. They're as getting well the classroom stuff. stuff that they need to get so that they can 
be successful in doing the work because our work is not task oriented. Right. It's all based on critical thinking and all of the other things that go into collaboration and trying to make them ready for university within an English speaking context in the West. So we do that. I the problem, talk about the, the problem has never been what we do. Right. The problem is all of the things around us that then get in the way. Like you walk into class and no one's there. Right. And then you walk around and go, where, where is this class? And they say, oh, they're doing a thing today. And you say, well, one, why are they doing it during my class? Right. Because that's usually when all the things must be done or doing the not so important Westerners class. The problem with that logic is we teach half of their classes. Right. We are the only people on our campus that teach half of their classes. Yeah, the other foreign teachers teach a single class. A single class per, you know. Per week. Per week. Or two classes per week. Not, I see, I personally see this class five hours per day. Right. And they see their classes each one hour per week. You know, it's totally, totally different than what we do, how we do what we do. I mean, I teach three different classes to two different grade levels. Right. You know, that's just me. Then you have another person who teaches three different classes to two different grade levels. You know, so don't you think we need to know? You think? You know, don't you think we need to possibly need, we might have to change what we're doing today and tomorrow and the next day because now you've taken away a day? Do I mark them absent now? Do I penalize the students because you didn't tell me that they weren't going to have class? Because to me, it would seem appropriate to give them all zeros for that day. Absolutely. Penalize the student. Well, the students knew about it. They just didn't tell you. It's not It's not about that. But it's not the, it's I think never it's, the student's job I think to inform sad. us what the management of the school has decided. I think it's sad and disturbing and, and disrespectful that most of the time you find out things because the students tell you or ask you about it. Oh, they don't ask us. They usually don't ask us. They They're just tell telling you. Us. They're telling us. We're not going to have class tomorrow. And you look at them like, what the hell are you talking about? Right. And then they say something like, oh, our head teacher, their, their school's head teacher, our head teacher said, is usually how that goes. Mm. And then you go to that head teacher and say, okay, what's going on tomorrow? Oh, nothing. I'm like, what do you mean nothing? Our students just told us that... You told them that they're going to be, oh, yeah, they're going to do this thing and I'm going to have them and they're not going to miss class and it's not a big deal. And you just look at them and you shake your head and usually you end up walking away because you don't want to hit them. That's usually what what happens, because if you stand there and argue with them about why didn't you tell me or why didn't you tell our liaison to tell us? Why didn't we get a message on WeChat or something? You're on your phone the whole time in class. Why can't you send that message to us? See, if you have that 
argument or that conversation, then you're not going to get anywhere. No. They won't. They won't even respond to that because they think that just because they're going to do it or they've been told to do a thing and they're just following someone else's right order, they're following their orders. You know, then okay, then they 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 feel justified to just tell you fuck off. You know. But then when you go write it down and say, okay, our students missed, you know, X amount of classes because you pulled them out of class, then they want to run around and say, oh, no, 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 that didn't happen. Yeah. They want to lie. Yeah. Like your whole internet deal. Yeah, the whole internet deal. They want to lie about it then. No, no, we didn't do that. It's like, wait a minute. Yes, you did. I wrote it down when you told me. When, When I had our assistant go and find out what was going on. Yeah, I documented all that. So you can't lie about it now. Right. You can't lie that we have had internet for the last three months when we haven't. Right. And, and you know, all of these things. It's And it's the lying thing inside of these organizations. That's like the worst because they will go and do whatever they want to do. Personally, no, no connection to any management above them. They will go do anything they want to do. Then when you call them on it, then all of a sudden it's like, no, 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 no. That's not what happened. No, no, no. That's not, that's not what's going on. It's like, but that's exactly what you did. Right. And 10 of us know about it. Why are you lying to us now? Right. Why are you lying to us in the meeting? Why are you lying in front of your boss? When we all know that's exactly what you did. Yep. And all you hear is no, no, no. And then it's all in Chinese and you don't know what the person is saying. And then the person that is usually getting the story only hears it in Chinese because they don't speak English. Right. And so we end up looking like we're just trying to be mean or angry with this one person. And they don't realize that. It's the one person. Right. That's where your problem is. Yep. But because you don't manage yep. and they can do whatever they want to do because, you know, it's more expedient to ask for forgiveness than to actually ask for permission. Right. And that's Actually, so they don't even ask for forgiveness. In. They just deny it. They no, just blatantly no. deny that it happened. I firmly believe, and I've seen it happen, where they ask for forgiveness. Oh, I'm so sorry. I made a mistake. I shouldn't have done that. They do that internally. Mm. They don't do that when we're around. You see? Yeah. Hence, like, the, the woman making her employees who messed up drink toilet water because, you know, that's how they apologize. Drinking water from the squatty potty. You know, I don't care about the water from the squatty potty. They can drink all that that they want to. They drink it, they'll boil that shit and drink it. No, I'm, I'm, I read the thing on the Shanghai list where the, the employer was angry with these employees and went and got a, a cup out of the toilet and made them drink it. I understand. And they but, did it. Why like, would they do it? Yeah, why would they do it? There, there you go. That's, why would you do look, that? That You could die. That in itself is the problem. Right. Why would you do some stupid ass shit like why that? Why would you do it? 
Because honestly, if somebody brought some toilet water to me, I'd be like, you might as well drink that because I'm not going to drink it. And there's nothing, there's no, there is nothing that says that as a punishment, I'm going to be drinking toilet water. So you really have no leg to stand on when it comes down to, say, legal issues. Even in China, you have no leg to stand on. So Right, the woman went to jail. I know, I'm just saying, you, you, got, you, got, you actually have nothing. You have nowhere to go. You, you really would think I'm going to drink toilet water? You might as well go ahead and just chug that shit. <laughs> say I did it because... Did you that, ain't, that, ain't, that ain't some shit I'm finna do. You know, I can go, uh, fuck Menelik, I can go full Negro up in this bitch. Oh, but then no, that's not a whole, the full Negro. That's a whole They can't handle the thing. full Negro. They, they just can't do that. No. I mean, they, 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 I'm sorry, but they just are not. I think China is somewhere in between where they where they are and where they should be they're somewhere in the middle and they they don't know how to bridge that gap mm, yeah and nothing in their culture is instructive in bridging that gap well i think that they intentionally keep it that way well yeah but that's only because the people that want to keep it that way then retain power but right. there's but as far as like business and what that means in dealing with people from outside of China. See, it, 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 there's no problem for a, a, a lackey to kowtow to the manager or the boss that they call. They always, everybody's a fucking boss. The, the, there, there's no problem with that person kowtowing, literally, like you see in the movies, kowtowing to this person right. at work. There's no problem with that inside of Chinese boss, Chinese lackey in a Chinese context. There's no problem with that. I don't have a problem with that. I don't care. Right. But as soon as you go and you expand out and start grabbing people from other parts of the world. Yep. And you start saying, okay, we want you to come. You now have to open yourself up to the differences that come with them. Yeah, and they just simply don't. And they do don't. It. They think they're going to just force like the whole idea that oh, we're going to get good English teachers if we force them all to learn Chinese. It's like, "No, you didn't bring me here to know Chinese. Right. You brought me here because I knew English." Yep. The problem that they have is they think that the world revolves literally still yeah. through China. Yep. And it's no, it kind of doesn't. It doesn't really revolve through any one no. nation no. on this planet. There is a, a connection between all of them. Okay, fine, I accept that. I'm not. I'm not like one of those crazy American people that you know thinks, thinks the that ever the world revolves around America. It's like no, but because they're unwilling mm. to look at themselves as like I keep saying the, the the thing that runs in my brain all the time. Are you human? They don't. They popped you out see, of the this, rocks, man. This they idea out of the rocks. that you are a human being on this planet. You have I'm the like capacity. The you have the capacity to learn a new thing. Yep. To assimilate that thing. Yep. If it's a good thing for your for yourself or your family or your country. And then to move forward. The yep. problem with that is people here want to say something that makes you want to hit them in the face. 
Yep. I'm Chinese. Right. That, that, that means you're stupid? That means that, that you they can't think, think for yourself? They think they're exempt. Like, how many times I know, have you but had... It's not even an exemption. They think that because their ethnicity is of a Their type. nationality no, is no, of... No, no. They're, they're talking about ethnicity. They're not dealing with their nationality. Because most of them, honestly, have very little national fervor. True. Absolutely true. You know, they are looking at it like, I'm Chinese, like, that's my ethnicity, so then I must behave a certain way because I'm Chinese. Right. It's like, no, you're human. Yep. Which means you have the the capacity to learn, to change, to modify, to find a new way, to do it as an individual, to do it as as a collective group. You have all of those abilities. Why is it that being Chinese precludes that you can't do those things? Right. Like all other humans on the planet. Yeah. Yep. I don't get I don't get that. That's that is an unwillingness to learn. It is. I mean how many times have we had students say things like, Oh, I can't drink cold water in the in the winter because I'm Chinese. I can't eat cold things while I'm on my period because I'm Chinese. I can't become a Christian like because like I'm Chinese. Different people yeah like they're not like 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 the difference between you know homo erectus and freaking neanderthal like yeah, there's yeah, like yeah. there's this big difference yeah between them they're like no you i'm sorry but no i'm you know i mean it's like the pictures that i was putting up today you know i'm going through these pictures from shanghai and what do i get i get to the picture of the we're in the temple when we went and uh, we're in the temple, and all of a sudden, I said, "Aaron, look!" And you got the little, the little Buddha. Oh yeah. With the dark, dark, super dark, black, nappy ass hair. Yeah. I was like, "There's the Negro. There he is. Yeah. He's always there." The Buddha you know? with the fro. Yeah, he's always there, and the fro was like perfect. Yep. Chinese like, people have never had curly hair. Right. <laughs> well, maybe they have because well, they had it in Japan. Really? Oh yeah, the first uh, either Shogun or Ninja. Uh, I think Ninja. Might have been Shogun. Can't remember now. But to be one of those things, you had to have African blood in your past. You had to have it. Hmm. The those people that that went out of Africa into Asia. Indi- Indi- they're all dark-skinned people. They had to be. This is not a this is not a new idea. I mean, this is old idea. That Chinese people are still think that they come from some light-skinned folks from somewhere else. It's like, no, you didn't come from them. No. You came from Negroes coming out of Africa. That's where your culture came from. Yeah. Even your religion came from Negroes coming out of India. You know, I mean, if you go to any museum in China, you go in there, you will find at least one artifact from the past that got a whole bunch of Negroes on it. You really do everywhere. Every single time I've gone to one, I've always found the statue with the Negroes on it. So don't, don't, they can't play that game with me. A lot of them even tell you. That they're, that they're something else, and they motherfuckers darker than me. <laughs> it's like, what the hell are you talking about, man? I saw a guy at the mall yesterday when I was with the children. 
and he was literally darker than you, even when you're dark as tan. Look, there's a whole lot of people down here in southern China darker than me. Yeah, it's true. You know, and you walk up to them and they'll they'll tell you they're white. Yep. Like, man, please. Ain't no part of your body white. <laughs> right. You know? And then... Not even your teeth are you white. You know, I mean, you ain't white. You're, there's nothing about you white. There's no Chinese person that's white. No. You know? But they think because of culture telling them what white means, what brown means, and that is their problem. Right. The culture has defined what those things mean, so then they can't be the negative. Right. Whatever that negative happens to be. Yep. And then it, even you've got somebody, like I had a student who was darker than me, and and you end up having to almost console them. Yeah. Because they have to realize that you're dark. Right. And the fact that you're dark means that people in China are probably not going to like you all that much. No matter how much you smile and coon and do all that shit that Negroes did in America to try to get in good with white folks, that shit is not going to work in China because they will still ostracize your ass for being dark. Yep. Especially in the North. Yep. Especially in the North. So, it's to me... They've got a long way to go, and they don't want to go, but they're going to be forced to go there because if they don't, they're going to be like North Korea. Yeah. Where the world stops. Yep. You keep, if you, China hasn't been open that long. 1984. Okay. China has not been open that long, and if they keep doing what they're doing, and they keep having people, like when we have with our lists, if they keep having people coming to China, then going back home and talking about their experiences. See, I don't think they understand that Marco Polo came to China and talked about how good things were. Right. Now the opposite is happening. Yeah. People are coming to China and working for two years, three years, five years, ten years, it doesn't matter, but they're going home with the opposite story. Yes. That, yeah, you can go to China and you can see a lot of things. You can travel around. You can see some some national heritage sites, which yep. I've seen. You can go to uh, different places and do see things that, that, that maybe you only saw in pictures. Yep, National Geographic. You know, maybe you only saw in the Olympics. Yep. Yeah, you know, yeah. That That's exactly what you can do. You can make money. But guess what? You will not want to stay. Well, and honestly, and I all would... those people that do stay, I don't know how they do it because corruption, lying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the whole non-ethical behavior in business. And well, all. I think I don't know just, how they stay in that. I think they just participate in it well, on man, some level. That, that means that it's lucrative for them. Right. You know, I I read somewhere, uh, maybe it was an article on WeChat because you know I follow all these different things. That a third of the foreigners each year leave China after only being here for six months. Because see, I wouldn't even have, I wouldn't even have said it. that. I would have said two years. I would have said that if they if they worked, lived and worked for two years, that's the breaking point. 
Well, mostly it is like when we first arrived, um, our coworkers had only been here a year, not even a year. And towards the end of their contracts, they were literally counting down like it was the end of a prison sentence. Right. Right. It's like it's like all of us have a wall with scratch marks on it. You know, you sign a contract and then you feel like you, you know, we have this thing about contracts. I got to make it through this. And then, you know, and and we say things we say dumbass things. I can do anything for a year. Yeah. How many times have we heard that one? Oh, so many times. Yep. I can do anything. I can do anything for a year. And that in itself is part of the problem. Yes. And I've said that to those very people who said I can do anything for a year. It's like. That is part, you need to tell, even if you're not planning on staying. Right. Even if, and they, they always want to say, well, then I don't want to, I don't want to jeopardize if I have to, if I want to stay and I have nowhere else to go. Right. I, I get that. I understand that, yep. that pressure. You don't want to go somewhere else. You know that you can make a certain amount of money here. Yep. And then you say, uh, I, I don't want to, I don't want to make waves. Right. Okay. I got that. But. On some level, you've got to say to the people that are making these decisions and doing these things, look, when I started with you about two months after being in your company, I knew that I would not re-sign with you. Well, how many times have we been in places, especially like here in Wuhan, where teachers are saying after the first week well yeah okay the first, see, i'm, the I'm first generous meeting. i'm generous i'm giving them two months no because no, you no, know no. what honestly i don't really know what's going on after a week i don't know i really don't understand the working situation what's happening and all the stuff all the dynamics that are going on uh i understand a bit about chinese culture but i don't understand at that particular school, right. at that particular right, time. Right, right. I don't know all that stuff. So I come in with an open mind and say, okay, I'm here for a year or two years or whatever. And I, let's see what, let's see how this place is. Yeah. You know? And so then you go in and you like, okay, let's see what's happening. Then you find out just like the last place, or it's just like all the other places. Or it's it worse than. Or before. it's worse than. You know, yeah. it's like it, it, this shit ain't changed. It's like yeah. okay, well then I know that then I won't be coming back here, but I will fulfill my contractual obligation. Right. I, I have no problem with doing that because I signed the damn contract. Right. You know. Now I'm willing to fulfill my contractual obligation. Yeah. Now is the company I signed with willing to do that too? Probably not. You see, that's where the fear comes in. Now I've got to basically tiptoe for the next term. Right. My contract term. I've got to tiptoe around just so I can make sure I get my bonus at the end of this thing. Yeah. That they don't pull some shenanigans and I've got to leave the country now because my visa's up and they still haven't paid me. Right. And that means if you have to leave the country and they haven't paid you, you're not getting paid. You're not getting paid. So that that's that's where people usually fall. They don't say anything, they don't do anything until they get all their pay and then they don't say anything cuz what's the point? Right, cuz they're leaving on the next plane out as soon. Or no, 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 some of these people are already gone. Yeah, yeah. You know, we had people that didn't get paid but they were back home. Yep. Yep. You know, so 
Yep, they were yep. waiting to get paid and they were back home. So, yeah. I mean, keep it, I mean, it's, that's why I say uh, entrance interviewing, exit interviewing is something we do in all of our companies. Right. I mean, even McDonald's, why do you want to, why are you leaving? You know, you're going to come get, tell me that you're going to you, quit. You're going to, you know, give me two weeks or a week or whatever to quit. What's going on? Why are you quitting? Right. You know, I mean, you're already, you've already made up your mind so you can speak freely. Right. At this point. There's no, there's no reprisal. Right. You know, I'm not going to withhold your check. You, you tell me what's up. Right. Well, I have to leave because I have to do this thing and I can't work here. Oh, well, what if? Right. And see, that's just it. We always have the thing that says, you're a good employee. I don't want to lose you. Right. What if I do a do this thing over here that keeps you here? You still can get paid and you can still do that other thing that you need to do. Right. But they have no sense of loyalty here. But that's just, yeah, exactly. There's no loyalty. No loyalty from the company to the the employee and no loyalty from the employee to the company. But there's also no loyalty. Like, okay, we we have loyalty to our shops and to our, you know, to, to everyday things. So we go to one particular vegetable lady for two years' time. Why? Because we know her produce is good. She's going to give us a good price. And, you know, it's easier. We don't have to around trying to find somebody else every week. Chinese people don't have that. Oh, her peppers look fresher than her peppers. I'm going to go over here. Now, she might pay more for the fresher peppers, but she doesn't care because they're shinier than the other lady's peppers. That she's been going to. That she's been going to for months. They have no loyalty. I mean, how many times... I, I would say to my friend, ooh, your hair looks really good today. Oh, I tried a new hairdresser. But I thought you were just at this hairdresser last month. I was, but somebody else opened a new shop, so I wanted to try them. And every month I would be like, ooh, your hair looks nice. You got it cut today. And Oh, yeah, I tried a new place. I don't know that in the two years we were there that she ever used the same hairdresser more than one time. But that is that because she wanted different quality and she no. she was looking for something different? I couldn't tell the difference just... between them any time. And for us... Or was it a status thing? It's a status thing. For us, we find one person that we trust with our hair and we never go to anyone else. Absolutely. I used to do that when I was in high school. Walk into the barbershop, look around. Oh, he does fades. Wait three hours. Finally get him after he finished that chicken. He cuts my head. It looks good. I pay him. Not too expensive. I'll never go anywhere else. Right. It's over. It's done. It's I mean, done. Look- it's a done deal. You're, you've now you've now got me as a customer every time. Now, I'm going to figure out when you're going to fucking eat that chicken. Because right. okay, that, that's some bullshit. I'm not going to sit here watching you eat. Right. But. Yep. But. Yep. He's going to have my business. And then I might have a backup because if you're not there that day, I still need to get my hair cut. I go to that next guy. Right. But I'm only going to that next guy because your ass ain't here. Right. And you know that. Yeah. Well, heck, I flew. I flew 
three out four hours to see our friends, but to also get a tattoo from my tattoo guy and to go shopping for my jewelry guy and to see my Buddha guy. I mean, loyalty. I, I mean, yes, you're right. I, I don't I don't see the loyalty in consumer in, among consumers or among employees because Chinese people will leave a job in a heartbeat. Yeah, they'll just leave. If they pay just, for their jobs even. Well, they pay. Some do, but well, they, they in they education will most of them pay for their jobs. I don't know what they do in the private world. I can't imagine it's much different. Oh, I can. I can imagine everything's different in the private world. Mm-hmm. You know, but the idea that my contract with you says that I'm going to do certain things to fulfill my responsibilities and you're going to do certain things to fulfill those responsibilities, your responsibilities to me. But I'm going to probably go over and above based on how you treat me and how I feel about working wherever I'm working. Right. So, if you go and you make it really hard for me to be there, you're going to get the bare minimum. Yeah. You know, you're not going to get extra. Yep. And then if you, if, if you do more, I'll do more. Or if I do more and you acknowledge the fact that I did more, Right. And and notice the fact that, yeah, this guy is really, he's really doing a lot. Right. You know, he's like doing more than we've ever asked because we've never asked for anything. Right. You know. Yep. Okay. Then, then we want to keep that guy around. Yeah. But no. they don't even have that when, you know, in our first school, you and I, we started new classes, new grade levels, new curriculum made the guy a ton of money tons and tons of money and at the end of our contract he didn't even bother to say hey i want you to stay even though he I wanted us to stay a vegetarian meal out of it. no the last dinner the big dinner that you're supposed to get for you know being there over the term that you were there you finished your contract we're going to, oh, we're going to take you to dinner and everybody's going to go. And we did not get that. No, we didn't. Get, and we didn't get. I couldn't eat. Yeah. Well, if it wasn't for us ordering our own food, none of us would have eaten. So keep that in mind. Because he had everything with beef and pork in it. So keep that in mind. Yeah. But think of it this way. I'm the one that was under contract. I'm the one that brought my whole family to your small city. Yep. You know, I'm the one that did that. It's not, it's not, it wasn't like we were contracted together. It wasn't that I had a contract, you had a contract, and we were, you know, we were both working. It wasn't right. like that. It, right. was, it was way, we were giving more than we were getting. Oh yeah, absolutely. And we were treated as if we were doing less than the white folks that kept showing up not being able to do the job. Right. Late. Hungover. How many times did you go to work sick? 
Um, I went to. I How many days of work did you miss? Um, in two years' time, maybe, maybe two, yeah, maybe I three. Think. And that's because I couldn't talk. Like literally, had no voice. But then I still went to work with no voice, and he didn't send me home. So. How do you teach with no voice? Look, that appreciation. I never. I don't. I don't think I ever heard thank you for coming or. You did a really good job. I'm, I'm, I, I really wish you'd stay. I never got anybody to say anything like, you know, any kind of... I still, in China, to this day, have never had a Chinese person assess what I've done and said I did a good job. But I've also never had a Chinese person say that I did a bad job. Well, it, I've had them say to me that... Aaron is so smart and he's such a good teacher and the students love him and the parents love him and oh he's so good but they never tell you that I've never had anybody say anything to me I know. never I know and so then why would I stay I don't know why you have you have basically told me I'm not good enough to stay at your place I'm going to move on right you know? Yeah. No, no, it's not just the fucking weather. Right. <laughs> I lived in this fucking weather all my life. Yep. You know, this ain't this ain't a new thing. I don't enjoy it. I don't want to be in the snow. I don't want to walk in the snow. Yeah. But I did it for two years. Yep. You pay me more, give me more responsibility. You make it worth my while. I'll do it for more years. You pay me more and don't give me more responsibility. I'm okay with it. I mean, that's fine. But, Just you know, I, I expect, my expectation is move up. Right. Yeah. You know, you're yeah. always trying to move up. You're always trying to move. And, 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 and I think upward mobility is probably one of our biggest issues inside of China. Because there is no upward mobility for a teacher in China. I mean, you can move to a director of something. But you have no really where you have nowhere to really go because you're you're a teacher, and then they say, "Oh, you're going to be a head teacher." Well, what does that mean? Well, that means you're going to still be a teacher. But you're going to have. But to then be. you're going to have to fill out reports and talk and manage your manage, manage the, the other staff. And- but we're not going to give you any information, and we're not going. Nothing is going to happen that's going to make any sense for you as a middle management. There, that's not going to happen. You know, you're just you're just going to be the person that we then can blame for them not doing what they're supposed to do. Right. That's all you are. You're not a person who has any juice. You can't right. do anything. No. All you can do is be blamed. Yep. And that's okay with them. Yeah. You know, but you're going to keep teaching all your hours. So yep. that we're just going to layer on top of what you were doing before more right. stuff. That has no real bearing on, right. on, say, professional development or helping other young teachers or and no, nothing like that. Nothing like we think of as a person that's over other teachers. Right. You know, because honestly, if you're going to have a head teacher, the best thing to do is to cut their hours. They teach no classes and they become the person that is over the teachers that can then have the time to go into the classroom monitor all of those teachers on almost, I mean, if you have no classes, you 
do it on a weekly basis. Right. And you could go into the classroom, find out what they're doing. You can see where your staff is doing, not doing, meeting expectations, not in meeting expectations, right. setting expectations. Yep. And then you, Mentoring you could them. actually do professional development within the context of living and working in China. Right. What I did in Thailand. Right. You could do that. Yes. But they don't want that. Because they don't want you to actually be able to help the teacher help the student. Because if you help the student too much, they will become less Chinese and more Western. Yes. They may actually learn to think for themselves. Right. And then now they don't want to be in your Chinese classroom doing studying for Gaokao. Right. They want to be in the international classroom where they're now doing something else. Right. You see, they don't want their best students to go outside of their system and then leave the country. That seems to be across the board what they're trying to, to stop. Right. So, like my company is not attracting students, like we said before. The the school is sending the students to the right, that the are ones interested that, that aren't capable that of aren't being capable in their of classes. right. So they're it's like it's almost like. What we did in the United... Well, not I didn't do it, but what schools in the United States did to get their um, No Child Left Behind testing done to um, special needs students. Oh, you mean that percentage of students who didn't take the test? That didn't have test. to take the test. Yeah. That's what they're doing. They're removing them from the roles. It's the same thing that well-off school districts would do at the beginning of the school year, especially in Michigan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Had them there for count day, kicked them out after count day. Now they were there for count day. They got paid for the whole year before the system changed. They got paid for the whole year for that student. That student is now gone and all their special needs stuff is is given to the school. And now that student has been sent to another school, usually an urban school. Right, yep. And now that school is not gonna get paid and for they're, that they're now that all changed because they split yeah. it up and said, okay, we're going to do half and half. But still, but they still, found a way that they didn't have to teach that student. They didn't have to put any resources into that student, but they got paid for that student. Right. They we watched that happen over and over and over in fucking Michigan. Yep. The things you learn when you're a board member or you attend all of the board meetings. And you're getting new students into your school and you're like... Where are, are they gonna, coming from? Right. How are we going to pay for these yeah, How are we going to do it when we're not going to get any money for them? Right. We're not going to get any money from the state because they came in in the middle. Right. They came in, you know, after literally, literally the Monday after count day, we have, you know, another 60 kids enroll and you're like, what the hell just happened? So how are we going to pay honestly, for these kids? These systems that are in place in China, they absolutely need to take a much harder look at what they're trying to do. Because really, by bringing in Western teachers, they're literally saying to the world, we want a different kind of education. The problem is they bring in all these Western teachers and they don't want anything different. They want exactly what they were taught and they don't want to do a different thing. Well, and and now 
now it's changing a little bit with their new rules. But they weren't bringing in necessarily Western teachers. They were bringing in English-speaking people with a degree. Okay, if you're an English-speaking person, you're a Western teacher. Okay, you're not a teacher. Okay, does, if you're a Western Just because person, you speak English as your native language then you're does not we- make you a teacher. Okay, fine, but you're a Western person. You have okay, certain, that's fine. a certain cultural background, a certain um, a, a language that this is how you do business, this is what education means. This is how you educate. Even a, a person who has never become a teacher knows how they were taught. That's true. However, those who aren't teachers and really don't have a grasp of how education, the internals of education works, they're the dummies that go along to get along. No, no, no. They're no, the no, ones no. who um, There are so many foreigners that are teachers that were had certificates in the state. Oh yeah, they go And they too. come here and they get along too. Well, those ones that come here, the backpackers, the you know, one year contract kind of guys. Yeah, but I'm not Those are the on stupid law why no, no, the song no, is talking no, that's about. Bullshit. They they I am not hating on those people. They are coming for a, a particular cultural experience. Uh-huh. Okay, fine. Come for a cultural experience. But then the companies that they come for should be orientating them into this system and making them understand what they're getting into. And so then when they walk into their classrooms and they find out that they've got 2,000 students and they've got to assess and they've got to teach. And they're only going to see them once a week. Yep. Okay, fine. They should know that going in but they don't know that usually i went through that i did that i know in thailand, you know, in thailand i did that you know i i was sitting there every week you go in you have a certain things you're going to teach you're going to teach basically everybody that day essentially the same thing yeah oh yeah and then you're going to walk out and you're going to teach hope, the same lesson the hope next day. that they're going to <laughs> To, to retain a little bit of it because you're not going to see them for a week. Right. You know? And yep. and homework and follow-up and, you know, all of that stuff that goes with what we think of as a teacher, all that goes out the window. Because oh, you're yeah. Not, you're not going to do any, You're not even going to do classroom management at that point. Nope. You know? So... Okay. I'm not, uh, not going to be mad at the, the backpacker that takes that job. You know, but they should... I have an understanding of that's what the job is. All right. The job is basic language skills. Essentially, basic ESL. Right. You're not going to get into heavy constructions. You're not going to get into a lot. You're going to have maybe 35 to 50 kids in a classroom. You're not going to be walking around checking papers. You're not going to have independent study. You're not going to have group work, really. You're not going to really, you know... You might have a freaking blackboard and chalk. I mean, Maybe. I mean, this is the world you're you're talking about. Right. Okay, fine. If you know that and you're preparing the teacher for that, that's management. That's what the head teacher's supposed to do. Right. My problem is they don't do any of that. No. They just throw these people into classrooms and then expect their quote unquote head teacher. They're the ones that are supposed to get them ready, but the head teacher doesn't even know what's going on out there. <laughs> you know, Thailand was like that, definitely. Yeah. Um, but even here, 
You've got people who've got all, they might even come from non-English speaking, first like English as a first language background. Oh, yeah. You know, so they're coming from all kinds of countries. Yep. You know, and they might be Western countries, but they're still different countries. And, different cultures and different right. learning styles. And, Everything. The yeah. whole The whole gamut. So... I I tend to think if if these companies were smart when they open up these schools, they get people, not beautiful people. Uh. They get some ugly old ass people like me and others that understand how to prepare people. For education, yes. how like what you don't do meaningless things in say professional development. You don't just have meetings on a on a Friday afternoon just because the school wants you there to wants you to stay there longer. Right. That's not a reason for a meeting. Right. You know, and 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 if they if they were, if they allowed the person <clears throat> to prepare their teachers the way they need to be prepared. And that might not be in a group setting. That might not be with different grade level teachers. That might be in smaller groups. That could be one-on-one. That could be throughout the week. Letting that person have that kind of control over how they do that job, they might get better results. But then on the other side of that, is you can't go and piss them off in their home living situation. You can't piss them right. off in how they get to school. You can't piss them off yep. with telling them they have to be there from 7.30 to 5.30. I mean, what kind of bullshit are they doing? I mean, it's like, I'm sorry, but if you go and force people to take a bus at 7.30 in the morning or 7 o'clock in the morning. Right. And then tell them that the, the only way they're going to get home is that five six six o'clock at night right that's how you're going to get home that's when the and bus their last leave. class is at three yeah but in their first class was at 10 right you know but no student can see them right so the office hours have no meaning here. right so this is not a university system the students are always in class there's no time that a student can come and see you and have any meaningful conversation because 10 minutes between class, there's nothing to be said. Right. It might take you freaking five minutes to walk from one side of the building to the other to come to my office. Right. Okay. So if you're gonna if you're going to do it this way, you gotta be realistic. Yeah. And I don't think that they're willing to listen and hear when we're telling them that this is what they're doing. And then when we leave, nobody asks. No. And then it's care. and then it's to the point where you're as a teacher, you're like, just fuck you. I right. don't care. I don't care anymore. I don't care about anything that you're doing because you didn't care enough to ask me. Right. You know? You thought that going out and getting outside experts was going to be a good enough. Right. It's like, no. Those experts were for you. They weren't for me because I knew what I was doing. Yes. 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 You know, but they they had this idea about who they should listen to. I've the had this discussion. Guys. I've had this discussion in my company. It's like all of the people that knew what was needed on all of the campuses that my company serves 
were on the campuses that my company served. Yes. Those are the only people that could tell you what was going on, yep. what the problems were, what the good, the bad, and the ugly about that particular campus, and here's their suggestions on how to fix these problems. Right. You see? But they never did that. They never asked those questions. They never talked to the head teachers. It's like, why did you make us head teachers? Right. What was the purpose of having head teachers? What were we gonna manage when you were gonna undermine us left and right? Everything we did was gonna be under, undermined by some Chinese person. So then yes. that knew less than us. Right. Less experience, less education, less, less, everything less. less. Years. Yeah. You know, I mean, if that's the case, I mean, we had, I mean, when you think about it in our company, we had a lot of pretty old experienced people. Yeah. What? Yeah. It's like, are you kidding me? Yep. You've got several of you, several of you have been teaching for a long yes, time. Yes, but it's not even the, the teaching. Think of the life experience. I had more jobs by the time I got to university than the guy that helps me right now. Oh, absolutely. I had more jobs than him in four years yeah. than he's had his entire life. Yeah. I had more jobs before I was 16 than he did. That's what I'm saying. So. I had more years of but, experience but he's the by guy, the time I was 16. He's him. the guy that they listen to at the school. They won't talk to me. I've tried to have conversations with them. They said no. Why not? Well, I don't speak English that well. That's what he's for. <laughs> he doesn't speak English He's that well here to, to freaking translate. Right. If not, there are other people that can translate. Let's bring them in. You have English teachers. I know. Chinese you've got, you've got Chinese English teachers that can't fucking translate. Really? Right. But they're, teach, but they're good enough to teach English. Uh-huh. And yeah. that's... And, 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 you know... That's all I can say. They don't, they absolutely don't want it. They pay lip service and act like, oh yeah, it's so important. But if it was so important, I would know what I'm doing this week. Yeah, but then they couldn't control you. But I would know what I'm gonna be doing next week. I would know what's going to happen with the people at my company next week. Yeah. Next week, I'm not, I mean, come on now. Uh, what is today? Monday the 14th. All right, so today's Monday. This time next week, I'm supposed to be in Beijing. Yeah. Actually, no. I, I will be in Beijing. I've got to leave for Beijing sometime on Sunday because we're supposed to leave and be there before Monday. Yeah. Okay, which means we have something to do on Monday. Right. So I can't be traveling on Monday. Nope. So, but I still don't even know what I'm doing. I have no clue what I'm doing. I don't really know why I'm going. I can't help you with that either. You see, I mean, how does that, how does that, Enter into someone's brain as this is a good idea. Yeah, let's bring all the teachers that work for this company to this spot. But we're not going to tell them why, how, when, 
nothing. nothing. We're not going to tell them anything. We're just going to expect and them expect to be here. And expect them to smile. And be happy about it. Man. Be grateful and thankful that you're there. I will not be grateful or thankful. Mm. I am not ever grateful or thankful. I agree. Because it doesn't make any sense. It would be better spent to say, okay, we're going to start paying you on, on the 21st. Start preparing your curriculum and things for your classrooms, your lesson plans for your first couple weeks. Work with your head teachers and teachers at the on site so that you can get yourselves ready for what's coming when school starts. Right. That would make more sense. Yes. Because nobody in Beijing can tell me what I'm going to do in my classroom. Nope. They can't even tell you when they school starts. They don't even know what students we're going to have. They don't know their level of students because none of our students are tested. And no one from Beijing has been to meet the students or talked about the students or... Nothing. Nothing. If they have, they haven't passed that information on to me. I mean, it's, 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 like, it's like all of the ways to run a school into the ground. It's not all the ways to run a school for it to be successful. Right. And I don't know. They, they've got they've got to find a new way to do this type of work. Now they're gonna have a school in Beijing. And with they're gonna have three grades, I think. They're gonna have someone running it that's from the states. And they'll probably give them carte blanche. Just let them do whatever they wanna do. Yep, old white guy. But then but then for us, out in these satellites, we won't get that kind of backing. We won't get nope. anything. Nope. I mean... Hell, they get Christmas off in Beijing. Nobody else gets that. They get Thanksgiving off in Beijing. Nobody else gets that. Okay, you're talking about two different schools. Why is that two different schools? They're two different schools. They're still going to maintain the other school? I don't know what they're going to do. I have not been told uh-huh. what they're going to do. You're making assumptions about things that... that I, I just thought I was know. told that they were moving all the kids to... I don't know what they're doing. They haven't school. told us. Got ya. And honestly, I don't really need to know. I need to know how many students I'm going to have in my year one classroom this year. I need to know how many students I'm going to have in my year two classroom this year. Because I already know that basically half that class, all 15 of them, half that class was not planning on coming back when we were at graduation last year. Right. Because they were that angry at the school. Yes. And we knew they were that angry at the school back in February. And nobody did anything for them. I don't understand. After that. we told them. I don't understand. They want these kids' families to pay $7,000 a term, $14,000, $15,000 a school year. But then they won't stand up for their their money. They won't they won't stand up and say, "Hey, the, these kids are paying us. We better make sure that they stay happy so we'll keep them longer." Oh, you want student retention. Oh, okay. yeah, that's you want student it. retention, but you don't want teacher retention? Oh, I think that if you did yeah. both, it'd probably make you more well, successful. Well, think about that for a minute. Retention is not part of the deal. No. 
This is That's not why we used to get bonuses for 100% retention. And because we, you and I, had 100% retention for two years. Yeah. And that had never happened in that school before. So we started getting bonuses based on that. Because the guy was so happy, we kept kids. Silly. That's so not a thing. For us. That No, I'm talking, that's not a thing for, for... Chinese people to worry about. They don't. Right. They're not focused. I mean, it's funny. What? I guess with a billion that, people, oh, okay, there's they, another we one. We couldn't move our office last year, right? Mm-hmm. We couldn't move our office. Not sure why we couldn't move our office closer to where our students were, like on the side of the campus where our students were. Right. We couldn't move our office. But 70% of the school is empty. Yeah. Even a temporary office, even in a classroom, it wouldn't have mattered. You could have put a cubi- that cubicle set up that just plops in a classroom. You could have put that in there. Right. It wouldn't have mattered. Nope. Most of the school had the drapes drawn and it was empty. Empty. The office that they were proposing, I say proposing because they already took it away proposing that we move to right had been empty all year and they came to us at the end of the school year and said oh we we, we think this might be a good place for you why couldn't we have moved here in september right or january because all this has been empty all this time i walked by on the same floor as my students in the same building literally less than 50 feet away from their doors we only have to do classrooms right Right. an empty teacher's room it was empty all year long all the other teachers all the chinese teachers was a whole nother room this room stayed empty all year. The principal over this, the high school told our boss back when we went in Taichung during Thanksgiving week that they were going to move us. We didn't ask to move. It was never something that we wanted. It was all them telling us that we were going to do this thing. So then once they said, you're going to move, what do we do? Ask when we're going to move. Right. Because you brought it up. Yep. I can take my squeaky wheeled freaking piece of luggage and go back and forth all day long. Right. You had to buy luggage. Me and Fitbit walking back and forth. Right. I could have done that. I did it all year. Wasn't a big deal. It would have been nice if their clocks said what the time was, though, so that when you're on your way to class, the bell doesn't ring. Yeah. Because their clocks are wrong. Yep. You know, things like that. That would have been nice. Because that happened so many times, it was ridiculous. It was like, why even I, why even look at the clock? Right. Because you look at the clock and you're like, oh, okay, I got 10 minutes. You start walking, and all of a sudden the bell's ringing. That, that doesn't work out well. Nope. And they wouldn't put it back together again. So, there's that. <laughs> you know, but, I mean, when you look at 
some of these issues, some of these problems, the problems that I have are not the problems of all the other foreign teachers. No. And I think that's the th- and and same thing with uh, the VCE people that that taught there. Their problems were more like mine than they were yes. the other teachers. Well, that's because the other teachers worked directly for the school. Yes, but their problems were different. Yeah. They had totally different problems. They were in a, a large uh, teacher room. They were all together. Yeah. They had, you know, all these other things that were different than us. Right. Maybe we'll be in that room this year. I don't know. But. Oh, that would be horrible. Whatever. It, I, I, you know, I, I can't get angry about that kind of stuff. It's their school. They do what they want. They want to cram all the foreign teachers into one room. What can I do about it? Nothing. Because I will not have a person with a spine come to the school and say, no, this is not acceptable. Right. So I, there's nothing I can do about that. Right. But you know now, well, you knew last year, there will be no re-signing of this contract. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, because of what the school has done and on top of that, what our company has done. I mean, once you layer those things on right. top, it's over. Yeah. It was over when when they had students that chose not to do anything in class and they chose not to do anything about it. Right. And they told me, you know, this student has to stay because their parents don't have anywhere for the student to go. Right. Like, who the fuck cares what their parents have? Their parents can let their child stay at home. Yep. The school could not put them in this program. Oh, well, they don't have an ID. Who fucking cares? I don't care that that student doesn't have an ID. He's fucking Chinese. Get him a goddamn ID. Right. He doesn't do any work for two years two years did nothing for two years I couldn't even fathom you know I mean how do you sleep all day how do you sleep all day not come to class decide not to do anything do no work and give me a goddamn gift at the end of the fucking year I wish I could take it and smash it in his goddamn face It's like, who the hell do you think you are? What do you What do you think that means? Right. You know, I'm going to take it and stick it up in the thing and, and put something on it to say who it came from. What did he give you? It's a, a, some kind of portable battery and uh, a, a mug like this. Mug. Okay. A thermos style. So you got a, another power bank to add to your collection. No, no, no. I, I'm not adding it to anything. <laughs> it will stay at the school. It'll right. show. I, I will find a picture because I have one. And I'll put his picture on it. And I'll say it came from him. And I'll put it next to the thing that I got from Bella at the end of the school year. That was the leftovers from their event in Beijing. Oh, yeah. yeah. The thing that was already broken when you got it. Exactly. A planner that was broken and very emblematic of China. How do you break a planner? No, no, no. It's not how you break a planner. It's the fact that a planner is broken when you receive it. Yeah, and they don't plan. Which is 
totally emblematic of, of what goes on inside yep. of this country. That's true. You feel a little better now after your wine? No, play? I don't. No, you I'm not going to. You clearly did not have enough wine. Because trust me, I've got to go through this next week. Okay, let's check. Let's, let's, let's check. Uh-oh, he's going to the email. Let's check. Let's see. It's 9.30 on Monday evening. Check the weed chats. I got nothing. What about your email? 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 Nothing. You sure? Usually my company doesn't send stuff to our personal emails. So. But don't you have a school email? Yeah. Oh, there's nothing. There. That's in WeChat. Oh. Notifications in WeChat. So tell them what you think. I think it's time to start researching another country outside of Asia. I think that it's time for us to learn and experience a new culture. It's time for us to maybe go Western because it's very unhealthy, this environment. It's mentally and physically and emotionally unhealthy. And we've been in Asia now for, this is our sixth year. And there are days that I think Aaron might lose his mind. I think it's funny though, because I, I talk about this this guy. He um he was the he he was like the the guy who brought um the Huawei phones yes. to the West. Yes. And now he had to leave China, but he never said why he had to leave China. He just said he had to leave. Uh huh. And it, and, and it leads to the speculation that it was similar to like what we all feel. Yeah. Now it could, it may be something totally different. It could have been something personal or whatever, but he was in, I want to say he was in Beijing mm -hmm. and, and this was the way that it was reported how he said, you know, I just had to, I had to get out. It wasn't good for my health. Yes. But he didn't say anything about pollution. Nope. He didn't say anything about smog. Nope. And it's like, to me, it was almost like a dog whistle. Like, that's the shit we've been talking about. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but when you listen to people from Hong Kong talk about being around mainlanders, they talk about it the same way we do. Yeah, that, that's Except cool. for they have more vitriol than we do. Oh, yeah, they're way more angry. Definitely more angry. They they absolutely do not like. I mean, they 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 feel that the people in Hong Kong definitely are, are very open about how. Oh yeah, they're backwards angry and, and yeah yeah, yeah. They, they're they're totally like. But no. you know, Thailand is like that about the Chinese as well. Okay, Thailand is hateful. They they yeah. hate Chinese people. They add some. That's is, a different kind of feeling right there. Yeah, Chinese. Thailand depends on the Chinese for tourism. They get millions and millions of Chinese tourists every season. And they absolutely despise them. 
hate them with a passion because the Chinese people don't take the time to learn about what's acceptable and what's not acceptable in the Thai culture. And then they just are horrid. I mean, horrid in Thailand. There are rules like, you know, you don't raise your voice and you take your shoes off before you enter a home. You never, you don't even wear house shoes in the house. You wear bare feet. Uh, Same as in going into some offices and the school, you're, you're barefoot and temple is your barefoot and the Chinese people they just don't give a shit they'll they'll piss and shit in the temple gardens and I mean it's just they the Thai but people see, I don't, them. I don't get that but if if they did something like that in China like the, there was a, a situation where a Chinese tourist kicked a bell at one of the temples and it was a huge uproar. There's all kinds of, you know, Twitter was a tweet and Facebook was a buzz. And, you know, it was all over the Thai news and in the newspapers. And But then you have the Thai people to retaliate. They come to China and write on the Great Wall in whiteout. Because if you're going to, you know, deface our things, we're going to deface yours. See, I don't understand how... <clears throat> okay, so I go to the oldest eight-sided pagoda in China. Uh, World Heritage Site, the whole nine. That's leaning. in Suzhou, right? Right, and it's leaning now on the whole thing. Okay. So I go there. As we're walking through that complex, there was uh, kind of like a small little temple. Basically, it was only like you couldn't go... You didn't really go in it. So it was just Buddhas. And then people just kind of walked up to it. They did their prayer. They made lit, their offering. Lit their incense or whatever. But they didn't, there was no building like you went inside. Yeah. It was just all right there. Like like they were just covered and they walked up to it. It was like it. a shrine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you just walked yeah. up to it. You didn't really go in a building. They told me I couldn't take pictures. My students. Huh? Yeah. I, I had never encountered that before because we've been in many temples. Nobody's ever said anything. I've watched Chinese people take pictures at Buddhist temples. Yeah. So I've been in a we've been in a freaking monastery and we're taking pictures the whole time. In fact, they encouraged it. And nobody and we were there during the busiest time, which was Spring, Spring Festival. Festival. Yeah. Nothing. Never heard anybody, but the students were. Oh, you can't take pictures. I would have taken pictures. Oh, I did take pictures, but that's that's not. I mean, the point was, I had them look around them, and Chinese people were taking pictures. Right. It was like, why can't I take pictures? But they're taking pictures. But they couldn't tell them no. Right. They could tell me no, but they couldn't right. tell them. It was like that disconnect, that yeah. thing. It's like, but yeah. if you have such a reverence for Buddhism. In this country, yeah. how do you lose it when you go to the next country? Right. Because it's still Buddhism. We're right. not talking about a different religion now. And it's not even... No, 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 no. It's not. It's not even... But I will say that how it's practiced is significantly different. Oh, of course. You know, when I taught at the kindergarten in, in Phuket... 
kids did a prayer every single morning and they had meditation and you know they're very open with their Buddhism but in China they are not even though it's an accepted religion here they still you know we have people over see our Buddhas and our pictures and our little statues and our incense things and they're kind of astonished that we even know who Buddha is. Who? Who, who are you talking about? Well, the Chinese people. <laughs> really? We have already covered this ground on the, <laughs> right. the podcast. We the have... idea that Chinese people do not realize or are surprised when Westerners know something about the culture that they ascribe to. I mean, well, we have, like, the Thai Buddha, you know, the thin, young Buddha. But then you have the boys. The, my fellas, man. My he's, fellas. he's got the, the big, fat Buddhas. The, the happy Buddhas. The happy Buddhas. So we have both. Yes, the fellas are... The see no evil. Yeah. See no evil. Right. Buddhas. With their little, little fat tummies. It's just... I don't know. I don't. I don't have anything to say. I think it's time. I have no more to say about the fact that people are surprised that we know stuff about Chinese culture after being in China for four years. Four years, yeah. Right. right. We've I been mean, in Asia. I mean, six. essentially, we have a high school diploma in China. Right. <laughs> I mean, really. People, well, we have more than that because they only go to high school for three years no, no, here. But we have. Our, our our sense of right, four years in yeah. China, and uh, shouldn't we know something? I know I cannot write a lot of Chinese. No, I cannot speak hardly any Cantonese and very little Mandarin. But guess what? I, can't I know speak any a Cantonese. lot about the culture, and I, I'm very observant. Yeah. You know? As if I like, I don't feel the stress and strain you feel because I don't deal with all the other nonsense. I love living here because of the freedoms that we have. But I don't deal with what you deal with. If I were still working full time in a situation where I was dealing with the nonsense, I don't know that we would have made it six years in Asia. I would have probably encouraged you to to break your contract and go. But that's just not who you are. You're not you're not the break the contract. I don't want to. I've never wanted to. When we left Wei Ming, it was it was We didn't have a choice. Very hard for me because I knew within the first less than a month in September, it was like the first week that it was a bad situation. But I had signed a contract, I was gonna do my contract. Yep. And I was I just gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna work through it. Yep. And then um, get to the first half of the year. It was, it was very bad. And the funny thing is, it had nothing to do with really Chinese people. No. That that problem was all in America. Yep. From misery, you know, and they made it miserable for everyone that worked there. She was so very that bigoted was, and horrible. That was. You know, I was doing, I had to leave because it would have been bad for everybody. 
yeah. if I would have stayed. Yeah. It would not, it would have been bad for the students. It would have been bad for her, especially. It would have just been really bad because uh, she engendered hatred. She yeah. did not know how to engender any kind of respect or love. No. So because of that, it, it was better for me to leave. But then, like I told them, I and you, we told them before we left what the problems were. Right. We made sure. Now, if they had, they we had, had it, an, we they, had it in writing. Look, they had an HR person. Yes. And if they were smart, they would have had an HR person available to all of us while that person was on maternity leave. If they would have done that, maybe we could have fixed problems before they got so bad that we couldn't do anything. Right. But what they did was they let that person go on leave and then they went and she came back to a freaking storm. Yeah. It was and it wasn't just for, us. It was a shit show for She real. came back to a storm, yep. which wasn't fair to her, but we went and it was just like, okay, I'm sorry that, you know, we're dropping all this on you, but you got to, we, we can't stay. Right, right. I can't, I cannot stay in this situation. It is just that bad. Here are the reasons. This is what's been happening since you left. Right. You know, From and it's like, you she... shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Right. You got to have a baby. We got that. But someone should have been in place to take care of this stuff that we could have talked to because we had no one. Yep. And there was way more people here that are going to leave. We told them yep. they were going to leave because of this one person and everybody ended up leaving. Except well, for what? Two? Three? Two. 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 From the end of November when she left, or end of October when she left, to when she returned... February. They lost 10 teachers. What? 10 teachers quit. And really, 10 teachers quit. Yeah, from from no, like the end of October was the first one. And then when we had the New Year break, they lost seven other teachers. And then we came back from break and you and I left and when after we left two more people left they were losing teachers left and right they lost teachers because of that particular woman they lost two of them in the first week of school right I'm one sorry. one came for the very first meeting and she was rude to him and he was like fuck this I'm not staying and left yeah and the other one lasted two more days and she was gone. I don't know. I, I, I think part of the problem, the only, the only redeeming factor is I know that part of the problem is Chinese management. Oh, yeah. Because they put someone in that school, they put someone that was supposedly a co-director yeah. that was Chinese. And that's that's just a bad idea. But they also gave a foreigner the job as director who wasn't qualified, <clears throat> and they only gave it to her because of her age. Yes, that's that's. But that's a management <clears throat> issue. Yeah. You know, that's all a management issue. If they would have 
they shouldn't have made, uh, uh, they shouldn't have had co-directors, but then had the Chinese per person running around saying, I'm the one in charge. Right. So that that's a management problem. Yep. Um, and they, like you said, they shouldn't have done that. They had two teachers that were still there. And one actually had a master's degree in education administration. But because he was younger than her, and and because he was her parent, her she was friends with his mother, she got the job because she was older. Don't, I so don't care. Absolutely really no don't, experience. I absolutely don't want to rehash that shit. I yeah. don't even want to think about it. But because it's, it's it's not worth it. It's so not worth it. It's not emblematic of anything, but lack of Chinese management. You know, Chinese managers not knowing what to do, thinking that age means that a person is is qualified. When clearly, like what we see in the school we're in right now, clearly age has has no bearing on qualifications for running a school. Right. It is absolutely one hundred percent clear. That that is like I said before. If you're running a Chinese school and you get a Chinese management in place, it makes total sense. Getting a person to try to run a school where you're going to have a large group of people not that are not Chinese that do not follow that culture and think that you're going to put them and do do to them what you do to Chinese people. Yeah, and think that they're just going to sit around and take it? Yeah, that just means you just don't know what you're doing. Right. You are you are now a bad manager because right. you don't understand what you're doing. Yep. So. Absolutely. Got anything else over there? our listeners says that our show stream might be up like available not I don't know if it's on iTunes but available so that they can hear it we can't hear it I, I've tried to download it but Stuff right We're now. still. I put up four videos and it still says uploading three. Ew. And I started that at four o'clock. It's Maybe you almost done ten. Like one. Yeah, I think you might be right. What are there? Is there well, any progress? Actually, there, yeah, yeah, yeah. Up. Uh, it says one is finishing the upload. Two is in the process. Uh, three is uploading and four is upload pending. So there's actually movement so now. Upload pending means this hasn't even started. Yeah. That ain't good. So it'll be tweeted once it's up on YouTube. Right. 
like and subscribe the page and click the notification button and you'll know when they're up automatically well, everybody check out the the youtubes um, we're gonna we're gonna do both so we're gonna put up put up the audio on blueberry just like we've been doing and then put up the uh, YouTubes and if we have video for you it'll be on there and we'll, we'll share out some uh, some photos and maybe some video and you can see the all the traveling fars you'll see the, the, the young fars and the old decrepit fars and Don't you talk know about me like that we know I'm decrepit look I got I got a decrepit me too so it's all good um and uh that way, you know, we, we got different multiple places that you can hear the stuff and, and see what's going on and put the pictures and the videos out there as we, as we do them. That'd be cool. I've been putting things on Instagram from different places we've traveled. I'll keep going through. I just came across some of the photos from the day we left the United States with our little bitty travelers. They were so cute. In our 20 bags. That was not cool. We won't do that again. Never. Never. Shipping is your friend. Shipping or sell it. Sell it or ship it. Get all that 20 bag thing. I don't ever want to do that anymore. And we did it when we left to go to Thailand. And we did How it. Did we do it when we yeah. came back to China? We did. We did it when we came back to China. We had 19 bags when we came back from Thailand. But we also had things shipped from Thailand to China. Yeah, how long did it take us to get them? Three days. Oh, well, once they shipped her. Yeah, well, say that again. Okay, so how by the time. How long did it take us to get that stuff? By the time I finally got a company to do it and got the everything organized with the person who was holding the boxes, it took us, oh, goodness. We got here in August, and it was March before the items got here. Or April. Must have been April. So, quite a while. But, when we moved from Wuhan to the south, our stuff was here in a day. So. Yeah, but that's, now you're talking about staying in China. Yeah. Well, you want to stay in China? I don't have a problem with staying in China. You want to stay in China? I need to get out of China because I need you to be healthy. <laughs> you want to stay in China? And happy. And you don't belong <laughs> in the Chinese prison. And I think that if you stayed much longer, you might end up in a Chinese pr I think, prison. I think what I need is I need to be like... Keegan's saying, no, we should not stay in be, China. I need to be like director and I need to have the power of a director and just, you know... Running a running the running the space and teaching yeah teaching Chinese teachers how to do what we do and you know that well you could I could find your job like that in China that'd be no problem I mean that's that's honestly that's the kind of job. but, it's but the problem be... is I also know people that are Western that put into director positions still end up teaching because they can't be directors. They can only be teachers. So what they do is they put them as directors, put them as headmasters, and then they're still teachers, so that's how their visa goes. So they still have to have classes, and then they give them no power of the director. Oh. Sorry, show number three did not go down. I'm being told. 
games cannot be downloaded. So something's going up with our Blueberry. So we'll just we'll keep we'll keep working with them to see if we can get that going on. But the YouTube's the YouTube's is do we have a YouTube's update? Um, I'm getting a, a verification code right now, and then Ooh, then I will be able to have at least two shows up. Not the first two again. I don't think so. Hold on. Let me do the verification. Do the thing, man. Stop talking. Get her done. All right. While you're doing that, you can hit us up. I'm now verified. Oh, oh, oh. I did notice on the YouTubes that it changed the name to the Traveling Cars. Yay. So, speaking of the YouTubes, the YouTubes, you can go to the YouTubes and find us at The Traveling Fars. You can go to Facebook, and we're also The Traveling Fars. Email travelingfars at gmail.com. No, the website, which is giving us issues at the moment. Traveling Fars, oh, I'm sorry, website is the traveling fars dot. Blueberry, B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot net, Blueberry dot net. Twitter, we love the Twitter <laughs> tweeting, Twitter, 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 I hate Twitter. Anyway, on the Twitters, we are traveling fars. Somebody will tweet at you from there. And then Instagram, we are traveling fars. So there you go. That's, that's where we are. We're everywhere. We're, okay, we're on I'm Instagram. Not- we're on Twitter. We're on... We have our website, our blog space, and other stuff will go on the blog space as well. Um, we'll have have words and wisdom from Keegan and Aaron and pictures and video and whatever we can put on the blog space, we'll put it up there because we want to share everything that we're doing with you guys. Um, uh, if you got stuff that you need to tell us, you know, you can always email us. You can hit us on the blog space because you can leave comments there uh facebook of course twitter of course instagram of course and youtube of course my macau like my random rant from macau is up Ooh, that was a good one that one's video that one's the video like that's video video that's like that's like us talking and sitting next to each other which we don't do that yeah. was video video that's not just random photographs and stuff. And it's funny. I'm telling a friend of mine to go to YouTube right now. See if it's there. I had to, well, for whatever reason, now I'm only showing three of the videos after I've verified, but let me go back over here. Oh God, now she's No, 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 we're, I'm we're, good. We're I'm good, I'm now. good, no, I'm good. We're getting off here. There's a whining Monday that's going up that's still that's pending. But the other ones are good. Well, we'll get this one up as soon as possible. And uh, the rest of our videos that are pending, probably YouTube looks like it's going faster than than dealing with uh, the blueberries. And uh, we'll get them to fix our blog space. What's going on? Yeah. I don't know why. If I'm paying for it, it better be fixed, man. Yeah. The one you pay for is the one that doesn't work and the one that you're... The free one. The free one. Everything works just fine. It's very scary. The traveling far is tweeted. All right. That's why I just got on my phone. All right. We're out of here. We tweeted? Peace, love, and hair grease.
Yeah, you tweeted. Yeah. You're, 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 you're a Twitter tweeter. I'm a tweeter. Yeah, it makes you feel all, all Twitter. All right. <laughs> Peace. Bye.